The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. March 17th is the annual feast of St. Patrick. He was a missionary to Ireland from Britain and its first bishop. And as everyone knows, he is the patron saint of Ireland and all Irish people. On March 17th, everyone feels like an honorary Irishman or an honorary Irishwoman. So let me tell you three things that are kind of cool about St. Patrick and Ireland to get you in the Irish spirit today. First of all, the roads in Ireland are really, they're just little narrow lanes, are notoriously narrow and accidents happen all the time. Well, a Jesuit priest and a Franciscan priest were driving in two different directions on these narrow Irish lanes and ran into each other. Both were pretty badly shaken up as they stumbled out of their cars. The Jesuit priest asked the Franciscan, Are you okay, Father? The other priest answered, Oh, I got a good bump on the head and a bit shaken. The Jesuit priest pulled out a bottle of Irish whiskey from his car and said, Here you go, Father. Have a good drink of this and you'll feel fine. The Franciscan takes a swig of the drink and asks, Aren't you having any yourself, Father? The Jesuit smiles and says, Oh, I think I'll wait till after the police come. <laughs> now, don't you go trying that trick yourself. Your Irish accent isn't that good. So that's the first lesson about the Emerald Isle, is to beware of the notoriously narrow lanes and clever Irish priests. The second thing is that St. Patrick is not actually buried in Ireland. 
He is buried in Northern Ireland, which is a completely different country. Did you know that? And while Ireland is predominantly Catholic, Northern Ireland is principally Protestant. And St. Patrick is buried at Down Cathedral, a Protestant cathedral located in Northern Ireland. Many years ago, I took a vacation with a priest friend of mine, Father Eric Polmeyer, who is now a bishop. We both went to Ireland for a, a week or so, and we visited Down Cathedral and the tomb of St. Patrick in Northern Ireland. There's a museum inside that Protestant cathedral, and it tells the story of St. Patrick. But St. Patrick's history was definitely told from a Protestant perspective. That is, they portrayed him as a rebel and antagonistic to the Pope, to whom he was disobedient. In other words, they tried to paint St. Patrick as if he were a Protestant reformer 1,100 years before there were any Protestants. I'm not sure how accurate that version of events are. But whenever you read history, keep in mind who's telling the story. Winston Churchill is credited with saying very famously, history is written by the victors. And there's probably a lot of truth in that. And that's the second lesson today. As you feel a little Irish, it can be hard to separate the fact and the fiction about St. Patrick. There's always some blarney in it. And the third thing to get you in the Irish spirit has to do with the movie Star Wars, The Last Jedi. In the movie, Luke Skywalker has disappeared off the face of the earth, and he is hiding on some remote island away from civilization. Do you remember that island? Well, that island was not a CGI creation, but an actual place. That island is off the western coast of Ireland. It's actually one of two islands called the Skelligs. On that trip with now Bishop Polmeyer, we visited that island. In the movie, Luke is living in these beehive-shaped huts. And those huts were originally built by Irish monks, founded by St. Columban shortly after the time of St. Patrick in the 500s. There, Irish monks believed they were retreating to the edge of the world, out into the Atlantic Ocean, just like Luke was retreating from all the known world as well. So if you don't have time or money to take a trip to Ireland, just watch the movie, The Last Jedi. It's as good as being there. I know the juniors and seniors will be going on college trips this week and the week after spring break. And many of you will be traveling over spring break. So let me leave you with an Irish blessing for travelers. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall softly on your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Praise to be.
Jesus Christ.